This is Dave Chang. And Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user, listener, submitted recipe, and we all cook it with our friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong. No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dumbo Media. Thank you, Ola Tango. As always, we are doing Ask Dave After Dark, and uh, Chris Ying has just timed himself. We have, uh, I would say, 47 minutes before this goes completely well, off Chris the is eating gummy. After this, I'm going to go work out, because that's the only time I have. Legitimate. Not mutually exclusive, Dave. Actually, is it? Is it mutually exclusive? Let me ask you that, actually. Edibles and working out. 100%. Yes 100% exclu- mutually exclusive. Yeah, you should not mix that. That's not a good overlap. <laughs> because of the mental effects of t- on your motivation or because... You're trying to burn off and, and use your adrenaline and tap into endorphins, not tap into <laughs> sloth. Right. You're taking one thing that's making you sleepy and you're trying to fight the sleepiness to work out. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, mutually it's exclusive. Yeah, it's a bad idea. But I was recently doing a work event in Arizona. Noel and I got to eat at Chris Bianco's oh, restaurant. Did. He's got a few. And I ate some amazing pizza. So we, we had to get back. I had a two-hour break. And we decided to leave because I was giving a talk uh, at a conference. And so we took, a, we took a car. We met Chris. Thank God he was there just to see him. God bless him. I love him. I want to write in his name to uh, run for senator of Arizona to take on Kristen Sienema. I think that he could do it. I think we need 7,500 signatures. That's it to get on the ballot? I believe so. And if anybody actually wants to help this happen, I think Chris Bianco can actually become a senator. Wait. I think we should start this. If you get 7,500 signatures, does the person have to run even if they don't want to? <laughs> he will run. <laughs> 
he's just a good guy that is extremely empathetic besides being one of the best chefs in the world. Right. He really is. And I've eaten this pizza everywhere else, but his hometown and man, it is worth it. I, I just, I can't say enough about Chris Bianco. He is as original as they come. And I love that man to death. I truly do. And he's opening a new spot in downtown in the row. But I was just saying, we need somebody out there who knows a little bit more about running for politics than myself. Mm-hmm. If they want to help campaign manage, campaign manage, at least get this off the ground. Senator Bianco, I can just see it. The freshman senator from Phoenix, God, Chris Bianco. God. Sounds so good. Can you imagine the Chris Bianco filibuster? Oh, my God. We have. The dumbest motherfuckers in Congress, <laughs> real dumb motherfuckers, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have, we've had actors as president. We've had steroid bodybuilders as governor. Like we can do this. We can we have get one of the best chefs maker of chef. all time. He's not just, yeah. the, he's a great chef, huge heart, highly empathetic, cares about everybody. I think he could be a great, great Senator. And I think we should have him contest the democratic seat of Arizona. All right. If there's if there's any boots on the ground in Arizona who want to make this happen, I don't know that. See, Chris will do this if it actually gets organized. If, if this starts happening, I'm on board. I, I think that it's I think that you're right that somebody has to start it in Arizona. I don't think we I mean, who knows? Politics are fucked up. Probably we as Californians can <laughs> insert a senator into the race here. But sure, yeah. I assume that's against some rules, but whatever. Fuck it. Let's do this. I love Chris Bianco, too. Let's do this. There's nothing. We're not doing anything legal. Even if we were. What's no, the difference? We're doing everything by the book because I'm serious. I think that this could happen. Okay. <laughs> Again, shit. Okay. We need consent from Chris Bianco that he wants this to happen. But I, but if you think he's he's down for it, I, I if it's truly 7,500 signatures, this can happen tomorrow. Let's get him on the ballot. I know. I know. We can get that to happen. I know. Instead the of giving us five stars. from Arizona, Chris Bianco. God, the freshman senator from Arizona, Christopher Bianco. The distinguished gentleman from Arizona, <laughs> Chris Bianco. You might know him for such memorable pizzas. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so memorable pizzas. Guy. Let's let's before we before we we plan his political ascendancy. Pizza? What kind of pizza are we talking about here? Oh Lord, he made this pizza with uh, pistachios. What are the? I think it was some fresh basil or pesto of some sort, but it was a little sweet with some honey. And he tell, told me the story, but there's uh, local pistachios grown, and it was one of the best. Perfection. Wow. It was so good. It was pistachios so good. in he, the pesto or pistachios slivered or what was it? was just slivered pistachios all over this pie. It was oh so God. good. And then he gave us a, uh, his famous marinara pie. Ooh, perfect. <laughs> the chef's kiss is a new move. Yeah. And then he gave us the wise guy and the other one was half margarita. We literally had, so it took about 20 minutes to get there. We stayed for uh, like 50 minutes, called another ride share car to pick us up to go back. And guess what I did? We needed to be there at three o'clock. You can talk to Noel about this. Uh-huh. I said, I got it, Noel. I'm going to get the car. And the car took us to a same resort with the same <laughs> Wait, name. Four seasons. The other side of fucking Four seasons town. gardening. It took you to the, to the wrong yeah, rally. So the, yeah, we went the other way. And then we get there and uh, Noel and I were like, this isn't the right place. And she said, <laughs> It is. It's what you put in the app. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 
I'm supposed to go on stage at three o'clock. <laughs> this is literally it's now two forty, and the it's it, 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 it was really stressed. I haven't been that stressed out in a long time. You just you needed to take a playbook, something out of the Giuliani playbook, and just be like, no, no, oh, no, this is where the like, I need to be there two fifty. I don't know if Lolly even knew the story, so <laughs> I'm now freaking out, and and I'm like, oh my god, how we're going to tell people that I left left against their wishes to go eat pizza <laughs> at the freshman senator of Arizona's pizza joint restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, it's more than pizza. We didn't get, we didn't have time to eat any pasta. He did give me this uh, Fontina cheese wrapped in um, salami or arugula. Oh, perfect. So oh good. God. And just meeting him and just in person is always one of my favorite things. I love him to death. He's really one of my favorite, favorite people in this world. I'd say maybe the best pizza in America. You could say that. Wow. I mean, a lot of people say that. That's not a crazy thing. Right? I know, but wow. Arizona, home of the best pizza in America. Um, anyway. But I don't even know what happened. So we showed up at 3.10 and um, we were late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was worth it. I was stressed out. I was sweating bullets, man. I was so worried. <laughs> anyway, like, I, I, and I had just come back from New York. I was in New York for just over 24 hours. And in between meetings, I got a Cortado and a whole cheese pizza at FNF. I haven't been to the Frank's Pizza Spot yet in Carroll Gardens. So good. You ate a whole cheese pizza. No, there was three other people there, but okay. I had three slices into each of their one. Yeah. I haven't been to FNF yet either, but I've heard amazing things. It's really, it's really good. It's very good. Good job. Good job, guys. Good job, Franks. I miss hanging out with those guys. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of pizza. And, and you know what I did before I left? I should have taken a photo. Before you left the pizzeria? Before, before you left I New left, York. I, was, I was staying uh, on the west side and I walked right past a Jet's pizza Jesus on my way from Christ. New York back to LA, but then to Scottsdale, I got a Jet pizza and it was fucking awesome. I wow, ate really? it while I was walking. I, I love Jet pizza, clearly, because I chose it on my winning list of chain sure. restaurants that you listeners <laughs> refuse to actually listen. Super last place. <laughs> choice jets pizza oh jets pizza yeah jets i pizza thought jet pizza so was one of those like blaze so style so ultra so fast good. things but it's 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 the one you chose jets pizza so good you just eat so much pizza on the road man i love because pizza is life it's not it's, soccer's life pizza, pizza is, is life, life. <laughs> we probably should get we should get Miravold down on on the pod to talk about his uh Modern Cuisine Pizza Book too. I know. Well, we, we got know, we got a we got we should get Mirvold on. We got a number of people who have a little bone to pick with some things we've been saying about homemade pizza. So I think we need to uh, air this out. On There's the a air. good chance I may have to retract all of my pizza statement uh, <laughs> at cooking at home. About we'll get pizza. it. We'll get into the reasons well, why. But I, I listen, I feel like Lindsey Graham here. Where I didn't say I never even said yeah. that. You're like, pizza's a great guy. Well, this is on record. Homemade pizza's a great guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I love pizza, and I love making pizza at home. I've always loved making pizza at home. I make pizza at home all the time. How often do you do you eat pizza? Am I, am I wrong? Do you eat pizza more on the road than you do at home? Yes. New York. God. I eat so much pizza in New York. It's ridiculous. Because... <laughs> It is. I mean, it is ridiculous how much pizza you eat in New York, actually. It is. That's the perfect word for it. It is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I did. Um, 
I guess I've been, there's been a lot more meetings, I would say. I went to Mother Wolf in Los Angeles uh, last week as well. Mm-hmm. And Evan Funky's spot in Hollywood. Great pizza. Jesus, dude. Great pizza. Great pizza. Are you not lactose intolerant at all? You have no signs of lactose intolerance. As I said, I'm probably gluten and lactose. <laughs> Don't stop me. Right. No, no excuses. Winners win. I just treat it like I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> just a I little iodine powder. powder every day. A little cheese. A little pizza. I've been spending the last 12 years eating a tiny bit of pizza every day to build up this. <laughs> well, it's worth it. <laughs> I had the whole pizza thing down. It's hard to eat a, a Detroit style pizza walking with one hand. It's very hard, but I did it. I did it for all you listeners. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Dave, Dave managed to eat a pizza while walking for you. Uh, should we get into some ask, ask Dave stuff? What should we do here? <sighs> yes. Let's do Absolutely. It. Before we dive into the questions, Chris, do you want to give a final recap on your uh, birthday party planning? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's cover that really quick. So, Dave, we went to we went to Newport Seafood. I followed your instructions. This is for my dad's 80th birthday. After much, much, much deliberation that you can hear about in previous episodes and the Fixer newsletter and all this stuff, I arrived at this this long mathematical proof. Goodwill hunting on the chalkboard style down to Newport Seafood in San Gabriel. And we ordered the fixed menu. I did what you said, Dave. You know, I replaced the sea cucumber. We got the the shaking beef. We had Dungeness crab. We had the special lobster, added the noodles, all of this stuff. I gotta say, there were a few little there's there are some problems here. And I want to talk about one in particular. And I, this might have just been because, like, you know, we're we're a large group with two little kids here and they're trying to like rush us through through the menu. So I, I take responsibility for this, but like all of the food just arrived basically at once in like no order whatsoever. And it was just like here are your soup bowls. By the way, here's your lobster. <laughs> and then here comes the soup. And then here's some crab on top of it. And it was just like rapid fire. It was, we were, we were, we were Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Leia in like the trash compactor. We were like unable to like keep up with this thing. First of all, does that like, when that happens, if that happens to you, does that bug you as much as it kind of bugs me to like get like deluged in that way? Like I kind of want it coursed out a little bit. You were blessed by God. <laughs> you're touched by God and you're complaining. <laughs> It was so much, man. They were like stacking plates on plates on plates, though. It was so much. That sounds like heaven. I don't know. It felt like I wanted like... It was like you had like trichophobia or something like that because (laughs) I don't... I have no problem with what just happened. <laughs> really? That seems, though, like, dra- that like, seems getting, like a dream. You're right. I mean, listen, in, in most in most instances, I'm just no, kind of like... Here's why it's so important. Were there any arguing with anybody, with your family members? any dramatic conversation happen it definitely okay there was not ah! there was not because we were all being drowned by food you're right thank you very much you're number right. one huge core you cannot you, almost every family get together no matter what you know with this turns no. into some dramatic moment there's a high probability chance right we were we were we were brought together by a greater cause mm-hmm. <laughs> to fight this mountain of food that mm-hmm. was being mm-hmm. dropped mm-hmm. upon us. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We did. <laughs> I right? mean, I would have liked for the soup to, to a chance to eat soup before I ate everything else. But you're right. I mean, 
Well, it, here's another thing. There was utter you silence. To, it was pure silence in yeah, the room. The fuck? What is wrong with this? I'm also saying you should have just eaten faster. Dude, I was eating as fast as humanly possible. I was. I mean, I, I can't speak for my, my, my family, but I was trying, man. I have, no, I have no problem with this game at all. All right. Interesting. In general, though, in general, with a... But you can also be... You can also say, hey... Slow the fuck down. I know I didn't. That's on me too. I did. because like Newport Seafood. I think you're right. Their their thing is like you most people boss. want their shit fast. You gotta fast. be boss, man. Yeah, you're right. You gotta be boss. You gotta be boss and just gotta you gotta stop people when you don't want. You gotta and you stop know what? with your Hufflepuff shit, man. <laughs> right now, <laughs> pull that Slytherin fucking card and play it. You gotta slow it down. They're gonna you're roll right. over. They, they just saw you there. They were in, on the ticket, on the chit that came in the kitchen. They said, Hufflepuff motherfucker <laughs> steamroll. It was table 21. Huff. <laughs> table bunch of fucking Hufflepuffs. Steamroll. Fuck them up. Steamroll these Hufflepuffs out of here in 22 minutes. No, I mean, listen, I, I think that the, I, I actually think this is a good tip for, for listeners too because like I bet other people would be overwhelmed by this as well. And I think Dave, you're hundred percent right because like you can do it without being rude. You can just say like, can you slow down? If you don't want it to be like this, then you can slow it down. Like they'll do it. They're, 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 they're so fucking pro. They can do you it. You have to, you, you have to, you know, in the ugly delicious, we filmed that Newport. I, you know, I, I wish I could have done a better job of explaining it, but there are kinds of restaurants in the late golden century in, in Australia, which we probably should talk about. Wow. Australia, you really fucked that up. Having no more golden century. It's like, okay. Did they not get you know saved? What's more, you know, what's more important to fucking Sydney than the Sydney opera house. Golden, golden fucking century. Yeah. Fucking institution. One, Sorry. Of the, one, of the, one of the seven great, we should, you know what we should do, Dave, we should come up with the seven uh, culinary wonders of the world. I think Golden yeah. Century would be on there. I mean, there. it's it's clear that they fucked that up. I mean, what a disaster! And there's other reasons why they're they're, they're doing construction and Chinatown and uh, Chinatown and Sydney just got fucked. This is a whole nother story. Anyway, that's a restaurant I've frequented more than any other restaurant in my life. I know when it was open. I knew I knew everybody there. I still have to. You have to earn it. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, Christian. There are restaurants you go to. You have to earn the meal. Mm-hmm. And you have to accept sometimes you may get treated like shit. Yeah. You may not get what you want. You may be like, I, but I didn't order this. And you know what I mean? It's, it's a, and that respect is earned both through smart ordering, respect, given respect, but also a little bit of that fucking prison mentality too, where you got to like show you're not a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yes. You got to show. You got to, you, you, hey, you got to be somewhat, you got to, you got to, Hmm. How do I describe this in a politically friendly way? You got to be a motherfucker, basically. <laughs> How do I describe this in a politically friendly way? <laughs> be a motherfucker. No, I mean, listen, I do not want anybody to think we're encouraging you to go to your local Chinese restaurant and be a fucking dick. That's not what this is no, about. It is not being a no. dick at all. It is about having the right taste and having and having an idea of what you want and being definitive about it. Being in control of the weeds, in control of air traffic control, being like, you got to basically Gandalf and Lord of the fucking Rings. Yeah. Thou shalt not pass. And just, you got to do your version of that. Yeah. This was a typical Chris Yang mistake because my forcefulness was like, could you please pack these up before we get the next thing? Instead of just being like, slow the fuck down. I'm an idiot. Thou shalt not pass, motherfucker. You shall not pass, Balrog. 
Yes. <laughs> this lobster shall but not you didn't enter. do that. You didn't, didn't do that. Do you that. said, go eat these motherfuckers. I don't give a shit. That's what yeah. happened. They're Hufflepuff. Yeah, they fucking Hufflepuffed me. You're right. Don't play. Don't hate on them. Shame on you, Chris Ying. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> lobster me once. Shame on me. No, I think, uh, jokes aside, this is a, this is a good, again. I'm not di- joking. <laughs> you know I'm not joking. This is a nuanced thing, but I think, think that I think you're right. You think that would have happened to me? No, Dave. I don't think that would have happened to you because there's a goddamn ugly, delicious sticker on the fucking window of Newport Seafood. <laughs> fucking frankly, no, it wouldn't have happened to you. No, they still made me fucking wait 45 minutes. They don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> That's a, a sign of respect. That's a respect weight they give you. Well, anyway, I think um, I think you're right. I think I think being a little like definitive about what you want in a respectful and polite way. My only way. gripe about Newport Seafood is the hot sauce situation. Uh, don't give me a packet of hot oh sauce. Oh my god! Wait, so th- okay, so this is something that I I thought I was getting Hufflepuffed on because I was like, I asked for chili sauce and I got three packets of generic brand sriracha. That's yeah. not okay. That's a you know, if I was an elite Yelper. I'd be uh, letting you motherfuckers know if you were an elite Yelper. He's an elite Yelper. You got to find his screen name, though. That's all he's saying. <laughs> Jordan, you got a question for us or what, man? Because we're just vamping here. I think it's time. Yeah. For uh, Ask Dave After Dark. Oh, wait, we didn't even round. get into an Ask Dave. We didn't even question? do one, Dave. This is a record. <laughs> we have not even done one. <laughs> it's only just begun. Yeah, let's get into it. So turning to the trusty Discord, there was some French fry ranking the other week, and a few different people actually came out pretty strongly against the shoestring style, including our friend War Turtle, who said, shoestring is barely a fry. What are your thoughts on that? Anybody that serves shoestring fries, they're trying to fool you into thinking you're eating they're food they, no, they're, they're literally they're laughing at you they're laughing at you yeah. because it's it's david copperfield magic look half a potato voila and <laughs> look how i turned this. this half a potato into a mountain of shoestring fries yeah. it's like jesus and the fucking you know 40 <laughs> loaves of bread and fishes it's, it's like how does one fucking potato have that much volume? It's a it's a total lie. I have but one potato. How do I satisfy this whole table of idiots? It's just full of air. It's just fucking fluff. It's nothing. It's nothing, and it's not good. It's nothing. It's it's there's there's you know on on paper I could see why it might be good. You're just like oh a whole bunch of crispy things, but the practice of eating them is just there's no satisfying amount of these goddamn shoestrings that you can eat. What's the point? Because when you eat a shoestring fry, you know what I'm doing? I'm having enough fucking shoestring fries in my hand that is the equal of like four normal fries. Four normal fries, which is a small bite of fries. But now I have this, you know... This tangled mess of shit. And you're you're putting us in the position of having to eat a fucking paw full of fries in front of whoever's at our table just so we can taste something. It's embarrassing. It's rude. So no, shame on you. Again, add this to the Democratic Republic of D.C. <laughs> Thou shall okay. never serve a shoestring fry. Hold on, let me get my stone tablet out. Ding, ding, ding. 
People don't realize Hammurabi's code was actually built on this shit. This is the genesis of it. I, I you know what? I'm glad you came down this way because you know I've had dinner at, at Zuni Cafe in San Francisco, a restaurant I love deeply for two two dishes: the chicken and the Caesar salad. Figs on a plate. <laughs> some of the <laughs> some and figs on a plate. The third third dish I love there. Literally, what they served. Literally, uh, literally. <laughs> you, wait, you, okay, okay. Let's clarify this once and for all because like the way it played out for me was you came to San Francisco, you said, you know, you were you were drunk on stage with with Tony and you were like, all these San Francisco cooks are just putting fucking figs on a plate. And this this turned into a, a an ordeal. And then it was uncovered for me that like someone's like, I mean, he's not wrong. And it was like a menu from Zuni like three years prior that was just like mission figs on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> did you know joking. that or not did you yes, know about of course that? you knew about that dish of course okay. you don't think i don't study what everybody goddamn does <laughs> of course <laughs> you don't think i was like oh my god i want this fucking product to use myself you just you hit it on the nose so hard it was it was it was amazing and then the fact I, that I don't people, know why they I still don't understand why they get all mad in the asia society you don't think that i don't hold a grudge <laughs> for canceling on he me he holds a grudge he holds a grudge for sure guys anyway i i i I, 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 I'm just saying, I, I still don't understand after all these years. What, if the entire city of San Francisco got that upset, maybe I was speaking the truth. People like, it's not even a joke though, because like that was the first time I ever met, well, first or second time I'd ever met Dave. And I was like, wow, this is like, he's, this is a big deal. This is Dave Chang. And then you were like, we're all going to this bar tonight. And literally we've talked about this story, but like, I was the only one who showed up. Everyone hated you except for me. I might as well had smallpox. <laughs> the city was just in the grip of big fig back then. Yeah, they were, they were That's just the thing. big fig. Yeah. I wish I could take the SATs all over again because I would have gotten that, that question right. Pariah. I now know what it means. <laughs> Pariah is to me. Which is why everybody should just forego San Francisco and just go oh my straight God, to Oakland. Just straight to Oakland, everybody. Once again, Dave's new way of throwing shade is to trumpet Oakland. So, so Dave, if you are if you are back in San Francisco, sitting at Zuni Cafe, are you just? I love Zuni. I'm not sailing, saying anything. I, 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 love, I love Zuni. Judy Rogers' cookbook is so good. Like Zuni Cafe is awesome. No, I'm no, not, no, again, but the point was, some of the best eaters I know, people whose taste I trust, go to Zuni and they order the shoestring potatoes, and I'm just like. What are you doing? Everything else is fine, but don't order this. Like you're skipping those shoestrings at Zuni. I'm wondering if I would even be friends with somebody <laughs> who ordered the shoestring potatoes. No, I mean seriously, would you be friends with somebody that was like, "Let's get rid of Roe v. Wade"? Like, no. <laughs> Someone's like, "Let's order the tiny potatoes and ban abortion." <laughs> I would definitely be like, "We're not having there dinner could anymore." Be a correlation. That's I'm, all I'm trying I'm to just say. Just gonna be like, I'm not gonna tell you why but we're not having dinner together anymore. <laughs> All right. Rank your, I'm sorry, Jordan, that we're, we're going to have time for two questions today. Rank. No, 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 no. The reason why we got to keep this going on is because GHC is kicking in. <laughs> it's killing dude, dude. Rank your fries. That's right. This podcast is two hours long now, Chris. Didn't, didn't you get the email? Well, <laughs> this is going to be great. This is going to be so good. So I'm going to just tell you, I won't give a ranking because I don't believe in rankings. Even though I do, but I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in the best of anymore. Oh I hate god. that. Oh my god! Many things you do. I will just tell you what is not good: shoestring fries. You know what is also good? Uh, cottage fries. Under fucking rated cottage fries. You know what's also good? 
the chipset moon moon palace Right. Yes, the chips Which and moon cottage fr- The whole genre of cottage fries. Wait, 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 wait. Where, where are you getting cottage fries? This is a kind of a newish thing to me here. The cottage. You, fries. you don't know cottage fries. I you know them. JG Mellon's. But we don't fries. get them that much on the West Coast. Where do you get you know at JG Mellon? Here it comes. Because San Francisco <laughs> sucks. San Francisco sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I'm I not heard. saying everybody sucks. Take it easy, SF. Come We've on. We've covered a few fries here. We've covered, okay, so cottage fries, delicious. Cottage Moon fries, Palace underrated, in- very good. Joe, you know, a lot of food critics take a big old dump on steak fries. And let me tell you, I want to eat some steak fries and take a, take a big old dump on you guys. <laughs> steak take fries are so good. Oh my God, Dave. Good. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm going to take so, a big old dump on you, food critics. You truly are retired from the kitchen. <laughs> steak fries are so good, man. When done steak well, fries are so do- are Steak fries are good, but the come on, the floor is low. Bad steak fry, bad. Well, do you see me eating bad steak fries? <laughs> no, I eat good steak fries. I eat good steak fries. All right. Good steak fries are like done like British chips. What a flex. Triple fried, mm. delicious, so much crunch and crevicey stuff. Goodness, mm. great, great, great. Then you have a whole category unto itself called the Jojo, mm-hmm. which is a whole, you know, subspecies of the potato genus. <laughs> you know, it's its own thing. It's, it's the Jojo is a seasoned wedge, right? That if it's not dipped in some kind of hot sauce, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting at a gas station or an Albertsons, you're not doing it right. The Jojo is is, is like a, a like a, a, a Tibetan mandala. Okay. How is it? How is it like a Tibetan mandala, Dave? It has a very short window in which you can celebrate its existence on one's <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well if you don't done. know what a mandala is, they spend all this time building this beautiful thing and then you brush it away in some ceremony, but it's a very ephemeral, short lifespan. It's like one of those elements on the periodic table that lasts like um, a, a couple seconds and then it's gone. It's a gamble when you go to the gas station then too, because you're like, is this, am yeah, I in the window? That's, that's, that's what life is. If you gamble like I do, you got to just gamble sometimes. And when you risks. win, you fucking win big, <laughs> motherfucker. You win big. <laughs> when okay. you win, when you gamble on the gas station, JoJo. <laughs> or you go to Albertson and you don't know, or you go to that kind of rest, uh, grocery and they have the the fried station and they give you a whole bag of Jojo's. You don't know. Ooh, you don't you're know. so excited. You, you're like, Oh my God, I got a whole bag. What I'm saying a hot Jojo <laughs> is, is enough to cause third degree burn on your side of your lip. You know, hot Jojo is a good phrase. Hot Jojo is so hot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like they put like, like a gel in it. It's like a thermo irreversible gel. It's just steaming <laughs> hot burn. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't eat it in that window, this 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 paradox of time and space, you're just not celebrating life. Because once it's gone, once it's gone, you're basically you're basically a pumpkin with Cinderella. You it's know the golden I mean? window. It's the golden window. You you gotta really maximize it. Don't you just wanna open another restaurant, Dave, so you can call something a hot JoJo though? Doesn't, no. Don't you just want to call something a hot JoJo? Don't you want to serve a hot JoJo? JoJo, I don't, JoJo's so good. Jojo's and it, it's, 
People talk about it in the steak fry. Like, fuck you. It's not a steak fry. It's a goddamn Jojo. Get it fucking straight. It's a seasoned wedge. It's a big old wedge. All right. So we it's got, a meal unto itself. Man cannot live on bread alone, but they can live on a hot Jojo with hot sauce. <laughs> with hot sauce. And then I think uh, waffle fries can be good, but most mm. times not. If shoestrings are, you know, uh, Stalin, then waffle fries are Mussolini. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's always got to come back to dictatorial tyrants. Uh, I don't like a waffle fry. We've already, we, we've talked about waffle fries. Bad. What's the point? What's, What's the point? It's, it's not good. It doesn't taste like a fry. It's, it's a weird. It's an incomplete like job. You know what they should have done? Finish with the fucking cuts. <laughs> It does look like the waffle fry looks like the product of just like the last pass on the mandolin. We are like, well, this isn't what I was trying to achieve. It's a weird thing. Where <laughs> throw this the in rest there. of the potatoes go? Uh, you're selling the incomplete. You know what's? You know what'd be good, Dave? <laughs> just like they have donut holes, they yeah. should have like the waffle fry holes. Just the little crispy crunchies. Those would be delightful. The potato antimatter. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the holes go? <laughs> Yeah, we this is our new wait for the new food crime podcast spinoff from the Dave Chang show this fall. Where did the holes go? Where do the potato holes go? Where do the potato threads go? <laughs> Waffle fries? No, I'm not saying I can't. I don't even know one of my restaurants right now might even be selling waffle <laughs> fries. I don't even fucking know right now. But um, curly fries bad. Curly fries bad. And you know what's even worse than the curly fries? The curly fries that are seasoned. Seasoned curly fries maybe be the bottom. Uh, seasoned fries in general. Again, Jojo is not a French fry. It's its own genre. It's, own it's a thing. potato. It's a right? fried potato. So it, it needs to be seasoned, but any seasoned fry, get out. Thank you. I, I thank God. I do not like it. Jordan, do you like a seasoned fry though? I mean, young Jordan ate quite a quite a few curly fries. Yeah, so young, young all of us ate a lot of curly there. fries. Young all of us ate a lot of seasoned bullshit. Can I just explain without having any understanding of basic science or thermodynamics at all? <laughs> please, I will yes, just say please. the engineering of a curly fry is ex- just dumb. This is nothing. Okay. Let me see how this pertains to thermodynamics. Fucking dumb. I'm just saying right now, why do you want to eat a French fry? Just somebody, Jordan, why do you eat a French fry? What what is the goal that you want out of a French fry? I mean, saltiness, crunchiness. Yeah, just that hot potatoiness. Where does the crunchiness come from, guys? It comes from surface area where uh, the oil can release the liquid the, the water content for the potato right and you're cooking the starch you know it's just it's just a alchemy mm-hmm. what they call science i call magic and alchemy <laughs> <laughs> it's that cooking magic but, yeah but so part of that is the surface area right and the freedom for water to escape without being trapped yeah. in by other parts of the potato. i may not be a smart man <laughs> but i know what fry love is, is. But I do know that when you have a curly fry mm-hmm. that is like a spring, a tightly wound spring, I'm not Richard Feynman here, but I'm on his level on this kind of science. Okay. Only this, all that surface area gets condensed into one and starts to steam in and of itself. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible, flawed design. 
and should never, it should just be, you know, it's like, it's a bad idea. Why? So you're not eating a French fry. You're eating steamed fried shit. That's what a curly fry is. And that's why they're all seasoned in some kind of coating because they're all the manufacturers of all the curly fries. They're laughing at you right now. What I'm loving is this hypothetical room that you've created, Dave, where the creators of shoestring potatoes and curly fries are just counting their money and laughing at us. I just love these suckers, these rubes. (laughs) Keep on buying our shit products. Of course they're laughing at you. Stupid curly fries. Can you believe we sold this shit? Looks like pubes. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. I'm just looking at some of the other ones that came up in this French fry conversation. What do you what do you think of the British style chip with uh, malt vinegar? How do you feel about the vinegar? Malt vinegar garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. You have to if you're going to do the vinegar, it's got to be an automatizer spray. That's it. But you don't. You know, it's also stupid. Let's just take all this beautiful crispy stuff and then get it wet. Um, not like with a, not with like a nice you know like? goopy sauce hey, with like water. I just, I just refilled all the air in my cars and then I knifed them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the good kind of get the frying thing with sauce. It's just like pouring. It's like dipping it in water. It's literally the same thing as water. I just washed my car. It's perfect. And I just threw paint all over it. <laughs> just took a dump on my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just throwing malt vinegar on is is, come on, man. What do you? All right. So when you're at when you're at a fish and chippery, what do you? What 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 are we seeing Dave Shank doing as a as a topping for your fried fish and chips? When I lived in London, I never had fish chips once. You know why? That was the year that I was a vegetarian. (laughs) Oh my god, what a bad place to be a vegetarian. Maybe the not because of why. I just was. It just it was also just not in my budget. But also maybe the worst place on earth to be a vegetarian at that time. But also. Honestly, when I saw it and they're eating in the newspaper, it's yucky. News eating on newspaper is yucky. What the fuck? Yeah. I no, I don't want to eat in a newspaper. Yeah. I don't want that. No, I want it. It's something clean. Parchment, and maybe if it's something. in print that is of a newspaper, it doesn't have to be that. I don't want to. I don't want that. Just put it in no, a time I, magazine. I actually never, I, I, I never ate any, any fish and chips there. The only fish and chips I'll have or um, I think Jay Shiki has a really good fish and chips, but I like the fish and chips at like a restaurant or a pub because I'm a I'm a bourgeoisie motherfucker, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> What's your sauce though? Um, cream cheese. Jesus Christ! Wait, so it. what were you eating as a vegetarian in London for? Yeah, that's a good question. No, like, it was a mad a cow. It was the it was the year of oh, mad cow right. disease. 
That's the only reason why. It was mad cow disease. That's how old I am. Okay. (laughs) There was no meat. There was no beef. There's no beef in the UK God, in 1995. Mad cow is so quaint now. Yeah. Well, you know what I really consist uh, con- consumed um, Guinness <laughs> <laughs> and 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 like those deep like those British beers that have all your nutrients that you need. Your cask beers that are just like yeah. smoothies. Yeah. Guinness was basically like the Soylent of 1995 uh, London. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Were you a? Uh, are you are you a subscriber to the? I've never had this. I've actually never had a properly poured Guinness in Ireland or England or whatever. Are you a subscriber to the majesty of like a properly poured Guinness? One hundred percent. Wow, it's magic in a pub, and it's completely and like, and, different. And experience. here's the thing: like, the, if you're with real Guinness drinkers, like Claude Bosey and Sad Baines in, in the UK, two great chefs there, they know exactly where you can get a good pint of Guinness. These are real things. This is a very important thing to know. What pub actually takes care of their pipes? What pub actually pours proper Guinness? This is a very important thing to know. This is wild. The last, I was like, when was the last time I had a Guinness? Oh, it was like two and a half years ago when you and I randomly mentioned Guinness on this podcast too. And I was like, fuck, I want a Guinness. <laughs> Guinness isn't beer. It's, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure it cured bubonic plague. <laughs> it is a, it is a magic elixir. I want a Guinness now. I want like a properly poured one. Yeah. First time I ever had a Guinness, I, I, I had a bar. I was so excited to have it. And I remember the bartender literally slapped my hand away because <laughs> they did the pour. I've never seen that in America. You go to a bar, they just pour it, whatever. Oh, this is Guinness. Tastes so good. <laughs> they poured it halfway. And I remember giving them like a couple quid or whatever it was. And I was like, well, I guess that's just how they poured here. Okay. Oh, they're saving space in the glass, I guess. Yeah, well, guess wow. that's just what they do here. Noob. Yeah. And the and then the bartender slapped my hand and said, clearly you've never had a Guinness before. <laughs> I said, All right, Jordan, let's do let's do one last question. How many people will be offended this go around? I think a lot. All of we them. Offended a lot of people. All of them. Jordan, how, sure. how, how 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 have we done so far in alienating offending people? <laughs> With the exception of San Francisco. Are we covering the whole bingo board here? Yeah, I mean, the switchboard is lighting up. We haven't even released the episode yet. We're just recording it, but, you know, the ener- I can feel the, the energy coming back to us already. I mean, Sarah, I, 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 fucking San Franciscans, man. I mean, whatever. There are no San Franciscans left. Uh, okay, one more question. Do, do you want to do new boss or the married let's one? Let's keep on going. Let's make this, let's make this an extended version. Let's just we're do this. Already extended. Chris, we're already extended. We're already... Look at Chris. Look at Chris. This I is great. Let's keep on going. I'm in. Have... I'm in. I'm in. I'm no you need to go work out. out. I'm here. You need to go work I'm not, out. I'm not, no, 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 no. Let's All go. Right. Let's go. One more. No. <laughs> okay. This is from Adam91. He says, Dave, I'm getting married this year. Congratulations, Adam91. Uh, I'm getting married this year, and everyone is telling me to register for a sous vide. My alarm bells are ringing because I feel like I never use it. Any advice? What kitchen object would you want if you didn't have to pay for it? I think you should get a, a Thermomix. Go for the Thermomix instead? You know what you can do with that? You have a sous vide function. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't think you need the, I don't think you need the sous vide. But I'm also going to say this. I will never cook sous vide at home. Ever. And I don't know what happened when I was in Wyoming. I was at my friend. 
this is when I knew the world was on its collision course for the end. This is the moment. All right. This is the moment. He had a whole sous vide setup. <laughs> he's telling me about cooking sous vide. I, I just <laughs> like telling you and how, and not then, explaining then using, it to you. No, just no, telling me and it. explaining it and how and, and 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 he was cooking dinner and the reverse sear. And I just wanted to. I wanted to not get COVID. I wanted Ebola so I could bleed out of my eyes. <laughs> I mean, for you, though, it's just like you got to look around and be like, am I on a prank show? Did Ying call a prank show in and make this my nightmare? <laughs> I just don't understand why. I just don't understand. I don't understand why people want to cook sous vide at home. I don't understand it. <laughs> when I just think about it, I'm like, this is a fucking joke. This is a joke. <laughs> joke so what do you do in that situation you're at your friend's house are you like oh pretty pretty nice or, or are you just telling him to tear it out of the wall right then i you know what i say i was like man you look great <laughs> your sous vide machine looked great has that thing been working out <laughs> that thing no, been i lifting? really i really again uh we may change our tune if um uh, a sous vide manufacturer decides to show us the money and sponsor us but until then yeah no when, if and when that day comes, we'll get we'll we'll David Blaine style get into a sous vide machine and stay in there. But I I don't get it either. But I don't, like, I don't get it. Professional kitchens, yes, to a degree, but it's an important technique. But it's not a do all be all end all. In fact, when I was in New York, I saw a restaurant like a like a food hall. You know what it's called? Sous vide kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I and I There's and I almost threw myself. Bag. I almost threw myself in running traffic. <laughs> Suvi <laughs> kitchen is insane, man. We'll boil. We'll, That's the name of the kitchen. We'll boil. That's the name bags. of the restaurant. Suvi <laughs> kitchen. You bring your bring your own bags. So if you if you guys will really want to know more about Suvi, there's a lot of books out there. But if you care, I think you guys should get the Ken Roca Brothers, the Roca Brothers book um, on Suvi cooking with the great Wiley Dufresne who wrote the foreword to it. It is a collector's item book. I highly suggest you get it. If you really truly want to understand how sous vide cooking can unlock certain things for you, yeah, because I think that that that's the sort of broader point. I think like most people like they're they use a sous vide machine because they're like, I want my meat to be quote unquote perfect, you know. Because like, I think the main thing people do is like they want to make their meat this like limpid. <laughs> yeah, texture. but I listen. I I just disagree. Uh, I mean, you you you. I don't want to get this. I. I am a proponent and I'm an advocate of sous vide cooking, but it has its time. It has its place. And I, I don't think it's the, I don't love the texture. Yeah. Personally, I like the texture for some things. I love the texture for breaking down a short rib or another cut of meat and cooking it at 140 degrees. I love long sous vide, long temp cooking. Because it breaks down all the sinew and all the fiber and collagen, and you can turn a really rough marbled cut of meat that normally would be extremely chewy if you cooked it for like a strip steak, and I can turn that into a texture like a sirloin or a strip steak is amazing. I'm 100% for that. That is a perfect way of doing it. I love certain sauces that are that way, infusing certain things. But for home cooking, it's just, it's actually more work. Because you still have to reverse you reverse sear it. I mean, which again, like I don't like that word. Just you're searing it. I I I just think it's no, I'm just gonna say I fucking hate it. <laughs> <for the home. laughs>
It's not a Formula One car. It's like a unicycle. <laughs> it's like, why are you choosing to travel that way? That's insane. No, you know what it is? It is like, uh, what are those um, things you see a grown adults, but they, they ride the things that kids wear, use the scooters, the razors. Yeah. Yeah. It's a That's razor scooter. Like. It's a razor scooter. It's an electric skateboard. Yeah. It's an electric skateboard. I'm like, okay, great. You know what's <laughs> cool. better? A car. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. <laughs> cool. You know what's better? If I'm in a car that someone else is driving. <laughs> cool electric skateboard, man. Good You're really you. getting there. Good for you. Good, okay. Uh, another question. One more question. Oh, my God. Okay, one more. Okay, last one. I kind of want to see if lightning will strike twice for our friend War Turtle. So, so this can be a quick one, but he gave us the shoestring fry question, but he also said the other day, I like QP mayonnaise, but I think the bottles are infuriating. My God. Dave, is this a reason to turn away from QP? Those little squeezy bottles? I mean, it's like saying a perfectly ripe mango. I hate it. This is the worst take. I've, this is being just being like, I really like beds, but I hate how they're soft and comfortable on your back. <laughs> this is the worst take. Jupy bottles are ideal, right? I don't know. I'm so mad at <laughs> War Chortle. War Chortle, you, you've lost. You did it again, War Chortle. You've lost so many points in my book. <laughs> Discord ban is forthcoming. The QB bottle is amazing. There's nothing infuriating about it. The baby is adorable. I love the branding disappears when you, do, when you open it. That's incredible. I love that it's like pliable and you can just like stick it in your, it fits into any opening in your fridge. You know, here's the best thing about that bottle, Chris. You're going to ask my wife this. I don't know how to roll toothpaste out of a toothpaste tube. And you don't have do, to with the QP but bottle. But I do know how to do it with the QP bottle. But I mean, you don't even have to. I, but you do if you get to the end of it all. Mm, 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 mm. I take that shit seriously. So War Turtle, you just fucked with the wrong person, dude. <laughs> no, but I think this was the bone of contention that they were saying that they felt like there was delicious mayonnaise trapped in the too no. soft bottle you that they could it, not get actually, out. You can get it all out. Get it all out. You can get it all out. That's crazy. That's crazy. You can get it so all what, out. So what's the technique? What's the technique to get that Try final dollar? Harder. <laughs> you have to put it into your mouth. And such. <laughs> no, no, no. To really get it out, you blow into it to build up the air pressure so that it blows back into your mouth. <laughs> you got a hyper. You, 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 you need a pneumatic chamber. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to build a vacuum around the cubic bottle. <laughs> One last ask, ask, Dave, from Dynamic. I don't quite know how to pronounce it. They wrote in to say, Dave, I've been invited to dinner at my new boss's house. What do I bring? I'm a big baker, so I don't mind making something. Should this person <laughs> bake something to bring to their boss's dinner party? Oh. What? Why would you do this? Did you write this? Did you write this question, Jordan? <laughs> That's insane. Dynamic. Crime. I'm fishing for the dinner invite, and I'm a great baker. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to question our our, our our Discord community. I don't know what what has happened. Here. What? What? <laughs> That's crazy. 
Don't bring any baked goods. <laughs> Don't bring you should make a space. Goods. You should make a space cake. You should show your boss just how well you can work. How how you think the outside the box? Of THC. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he might like to partake in thinking in alternative ways. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, maybe you should take some acid on your right hand and just dose them on the handshake. Just put some formaldehyde on a towel and just, just ether that guy, man. No, I, I don't think you should bake. You don't want you don't want to make again. If you do something like that, that I put that in the category of do you speak Spanish? No, never raise your hand. Never raise your hand. Do something that is forgettable. This is a very important part. Whatever you bring, make sure it's forgettable. Because if it's too good, then your boss is going to say, like, maybe I'm paying this person too much, or maybe it's like whatever the fuck, or you're brown nosing or whatever. They, they nothing good can come out of getting something too oh, good. That's the most the most brutal one is I'm paying this person too much. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. Like, I brought you a bottle fuck? of scotch, Mr. Ching. I'm fucking paying this person too much. <laughs> Oh no, what I mean is like it's like brown nosing. It's like, wait, you know what I'm talking about? Say is like you got a pop Pappy Van Winkle. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is you a little unless I mean? you're trying too there, hard. There is a level of just too much. Uh, you, you know what? Let's just say this, Chris. You bringing a Krokenbosch thing? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have somewhere to put my Krokenbosch? <laughs> my five foot Krokenbosch thing? That's too much. I man. actually can I use your you know, the worst words like, can I use your stove? Like I didn't do the caramel yet. I need, yeah, I need to put the fucking icing on. I need to do the <laughs> the twirly shit. No. You know do you subscribe? Like, I do think that, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just well, that's what I'm saying. That you, there, there is a level of taking the gift too far that just makes it seem too much. Yeah. Right. It's too expensive or it's too extravagant or it's just too much time was put into it, and you're gonna make your boss feel weird. Can I, is this, is this too weird? Is this a weird one? I guess it depends on the boss. This popped into my head as a good gift, as a good, like coming to your house gift, like really good fruit, <laughs> just like That's four great. perfect. If, if you give me like a great fruit, like perfect. a flat of perfect peaches. Beautiful. It's a good, it's a good gift, right? I think you do this with LST. Great. <laughs> with LST and not baked into an upside down tartlet. Please don't bring any baked yeah. goods. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> just don't. I mean, yeah. what are you going to make them? Cupcakes? <laughs> it seems nice like they were landing on chocolate chip cookies, ultimately. Yeah. What are you going to make? Wasabi. do you want to get fired no i baked i baked they're a little weird (laughs) what are you gonna make moon cakes (laughs) well dave chang doesn't get them but they're good (laughs) dave chang i accept that dave chang won't get these oh my god so that's why you want to not you want to just do something that is forgettable right but when your boss thinks about you, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't remember what, but they got me. So yeah. then that's great. That's what you want. That's what you want. Like, oh, yeah, they got me. Yeah. That was, whatever it was, it was You good. don't want it to be like, oh, my God. Remember <laughs> remember when Jordan brought the croaking bush? And you don't also want to make something that tastes bad to them. Yeah. You don't know. So you want to buy something. Yeah. 
Don't buy something that tastes bad. That's a good tip. <laughs> I think buys buying something is important. Boo, booze is never a bad thing. So if you're going to give your bottle of booze to your boss, this person, what would it be? What is a good bottle of booze to give to your boss? This is the major domo making your life better. Yeah, you're signaling a lot here. Right? And that's what I mean. If you get Pappy Van Winkle, you're like, what the fuck? It's either got to be something that has like a... No, it can't be something with a story. Bring in a Maro. Bring an after-dinner drink. Bring a whiskey, a Japanese whiskey for after-dinner. Hey, I mean, I mean, you're not giving a bottle of vodka. You know? <laughs> you're not just giving Ciroc a lemon. Just bring, just bring a bottle of Stoli and a watermelon to yeah. your <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean like, vodka's out unless it's like... Uh, um, you know, a bit like Bill Murray vodka or something cool. There's it's like some cool, cool story. Ice, yeah, and it's comes with caviar. You're not you giving like Cuervo 1942. Vodka. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can't bring vodka. Or, you can't bring anything that has to. You be can mixed. be a nice bottle here. What is it? It could be a nice reposado bottle of tequila. Ooh, very a nice good. bottle mezcal. of mezcal. Yeah, you know, nothing that should that's needs something. to be mixed with other shit. Don't bring something where you're like, do you have any orange juice? Bourbons are hard because the problem is, unless it's a bespoke bourbon type of thing, small batch, you know, they don't know. Mescal or tequila is the best. That's the best. Mescal or tequila, like bourbon might be hard. Scotch, very hard because it's it's in the realm this of. This is assuming you don't know the person and don't know that they're like in love yeah. with X, whatever. Mescal could be hard too because, you, you know, it's either great or not. And yeah, I mean, who knows what you're, I mean, it's also and wine's like, another thing. You uh, give me a bottle of wine to a, somebody that is, never, I would is never a, bring a bottle of wine. There's way too much to navigate in terms of price point, in terms of recognizability. Uh, they may not know it because they might just exactly. be like California, big California, like, you know, Zins. You have no idea. Right. You don't know what the, yeah, you don't know what they appreciate. And then they're just going to like pour it into their beef stew. And I'm going to say then what could be good are like, uh, like, the good thing about a lot of these tequila bottles, the, the the stuff that's coming out is the packaging is fancy. It's dope. Yeah. You want like a fancy more than the bottle of booze, you want like a fancy package. It comes with like a like a like a pleather case. Yeah, whatever. Wooden. Tell the whole story. <laughs> so I, I'm here. I'm gonna give a suggestion to you. What's what's this person's name? Dynamic Croy. <laughs> exactly. Diana, Diana Troy from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not and not not Troy, not Counselor Troy, Counselor Troy, <laughs> Counselor Troy. Fine, is this she Counselor Troy? Riker Tequila for Captain Picard. <laughs> Riker's better half. Riker's. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> number one's number two. Number two. <laughs> number two. Make it so. Make it so. Number two. That's what I say to myself every morning. Okay, Diana Croy. What were you actually going to say to to Lady Croy? To to Diana Troy, <laughs> Counselor Troy. <laughs> what do you say to Counselor? I'm going to say this: Troy. bottle of rum, like Captain Morgan. <laughs> no, I think you get there's some nice bottles of rum. I would get a nice bottle of rum. It like, doesn't break the like bank. Ron Zacapa, something. Yeah, right. I still think mezcal is a better move than rum. Mezcal. Mezcal is the best move. It's classy too. Mezcal is classy. I feel like. Yeah. What's making What's making you say rum? I think rum is a different. It's a. It shows. It tells your boss like I'm different. <laughs> Pay attention to me. <laughs> I'm different. What have you? 
It definitely, here's another tip from the Dave Chang show. When you go over to your boss's house, don't say in a whispery, breathy voice, <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> you you want to get the wrong I'm different, motherfucker. I'm different. <laughs> That's insane. I'm different. <laughs> no, I think it's different. I think it's enough to be like, oh, because most people would not get this person run. Yeah, I guess so. I like mezcal. I think I'm coming around to rum, like a classy rum, a nice unexpected rum. For somebody who's never thought of rum in that way, it's a it's a nice move too. For someone who's only ever had rum and coke, you're like, this is a. Or you just like <laughs> tell your what? boss, I I I uh, I beat to the beat of my own drummer type of shit. Just get him a bottle of schnapps or something. <laughs> Peppermint schnapps. <laughs> I'm beat to the beat. I'm different. <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris, for this bottle of Kush. Christ, we can't fire this guy. It's insane. I'm different. <laughs> These peppermint schnapps. <laughs> Let's do a shot right now. Uh, for this homebrewed mead. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely bring your home fruit meat. Oh my god. <laughs> bring your what is it? Oh, Peruvian chicha, the, the chewed corn fermented beverage. Ooh, this is my chicha. One. I'm different. I'm different. Shimmy <laughs> <laughs> <Jimmy> boss. <laughs> Why would you want your I'm different, boss? <laughs> I'm different. I'm a different. Also, a good breed. idea just to call them boss through the whole dinner. <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's it. The same thing, chef. It's like, hey, boss. boss. Hey, boss. Nice house, boss. So, for those that didn't understand, boss is literally the translation of a chef. So, it's like the same thing, boss. Nobody would, you'd never want to be called boss when you're fucking boss. <laughs> 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 that's actually exactly that's that's finally the explanation is like if you're the boss and someone's calling you boss you're not the boss <laughs> it's like okay hey, boss hey president of our company <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that shit hey boss yeah it's your cab driver saying to you you got it boss that's yeah, that's, that's, that's it. what it's you're like, getting hey hey boss yeah good job today that's not. That is not good. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a. Compliment. You're like I'm not the boss. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it's the same thing. It's like, oh fuck, I gotta, I gotta report back to my boss. Like that's not a good thing. Yeah. Just anybody call, using boss as a name for somebody else is not a good sign. Just like even Bruce chef. Springsteen doesn't want to be called the fucking boss, <laughs> but he, <laughs> yeah, I bet he does. I bet he likes it. <laughs> So, Chris, where, where are you at on the, the scale of THC fucked upness? I'm just like hung over at this point. It's been so long. I don't even know if we're still recording anymore, <laughs> frankly. This is an episode of Lost, Chris. You died. <laughs> it's been purgatory this whole time. I'm just waiting to leave this Zoom. All right. Get us out of here. No, we are never ending no, this. We gotta go. This is going to be this a marathon not podcast. Not this again. Not this again. We were doing so well. All right. Give us five stars. Let Chris get on with his life. <laughs> we're all getting on. You're not going to stay here while I leave. Let's. We're all getting on with our lives. And you should too, listener. Get the fuck out of here. You've been listening forever. Don't curse at them. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm different.